0: This is our devotional commentary for Joshua chapter 7. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. But the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things, for Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things and the anger of the Lord burned. Against the people of Israel. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near Beth Avon, east of Bethel, and said to them, Go up and spy out the land. And the men went up and spied out Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not have all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and attack Ai. Do not make the whole people toil up there, for they are few. So about 3,000 men went up there from the people, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai killed about 36 of their men and chased them before the gate as far as Shebarim and struck them at the descent. And the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening, he and the elders of Israel. And they put dust on their heads And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all, to give us into the hands of the Amorites, to destroy us? Would that we had been content to dwell beyond the Jordan. O Lord, what can I say when Israel has turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us and cut off our name from the earth. And what will you do for your great name? The Lord said to Joshua, Get up! Why have you fallen on your face? Israel has sinned. They have transgressed my covenant that I commanded them. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. Therefore the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies because they have become devoted for destruction. I will be with you no more, unless... You destroy the devoted things from among you. Get up, consecrate the people, and say, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, for thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, There are devoted things in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted things from among you. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought near by your tribes, and the tribe that the Lord takes by lot shall come near by clans. And the clan that the Lord takes shall come near by households. And the household that the Lord takes shall come near man by man. And he who is taken with the devoted things shall be burned with fire. He and all that he has because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord. And because he has done an outrageous thing in Israel. So Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel near, tribe by tribe, and the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought near the clans of Judah, and the clan of the Zarahites was taken. And he brought near the clan of the Zerahites, man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought near his household, man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah. Of the tribe of Judah was taken. Then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel and give praise to him, and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua, Truly I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I did. When I saw among the spoil a beautiful cloak from Shinar, and two hundred shekels of silver, and a bar of gold weighing fifty shekels. Then I coveted them and took them, and see, they are hidden in the earth inside my tent, with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran to the tent, and behold, it was hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. And they took them out of the tent, and brought them to Joshua and to all the people of Israel, and they laid them down before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan the son of Zerah and the silver and the cloak and the bar of gold and his sons and daughters and his oxen and donkeys and sheep and his tent and all that he had and they brought them up to the valley of Achor and Joshua said why did you bring trouble on us the Lord brings trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned him with fire and stoned him with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger. Therefore, to this day, the name of that place is called the Valley of Achor. Every Saturday afternoon between 1961 and 1992, you could tune in to Wide World of Sports on ABC television. As the show began, we were reminded that the human drama of athletic competition includes both the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. The video footage of that epic ski jumping crash, you can look it up on YouTube, It dramatically reinforced the truth in sports or in life. Great success is sometimes followed by crushing defeat. And that's what we see happening in Joshua 7. The previous chapter ended on such a high note. After Jericho's walls were reduced to a pile of rubble, we might have predicted this would be the start of an unbreakable winning streak with Israel riding the crest of a wave. One triumph after another. But instead, the thrill of victory is followed by the agony of defeat. Why? Simply put, because God takes sin seriously. We may tolerate sin, trivialize it, or assume God overlooks it. But the story of Achan should cause us to think differently as we see how quickly everything changes due to one man's sin. First, note that sin provokes God's anger. Verses 1 through 5. Israel wondered why they suffered defeat against Ai, but the inspired writer answers the question with references to the holy wrath of God that frames the entire narrative in, in taking some of Jericho's plunder, Achan coveted, stole, and lied. Boldly defying the Lord's clear command, he stirred up God's righteous anger. Second, sin tarnishes God's name, verses 6-9. through When Joshua falls to the ground in a prayer of desperation, he doesn't yet know there is sin in the camp. But his prayer hits the mark by expressing concern for the reputation of the Lord. Third, sin forfeits God's blessing, verses 10 through 15. Israel has sinned, God explains. They have transgressed my covenant. Sin, you see, is not just breaking a law, it's breaking a relationship. When we do not trust and obey him, we disregard God's faithfulness and we reject his love. His face is turned away from us. Fourth, sin insults God's glory, verses 16 through 21. The next morning, Joshua gathers the people for the dreaded lottery that would reveal the sinner. When the guilt of Achan is revealed, he is told to give glory to the Lord. It means to treat God as significant, substantial, weighty. A relationship with the Lord should not be traded away for a fancy robe and a pile of wealth or anything else. Fifth, sin troubles God's people. Verses 22 through 26. The devil will tell you that no one else is affected by what you do, but Achan's whole family is brought to the valley of Achor or trouble because of his sin. Your sin is so not worth it. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alpha, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word of